Good morning, good morning, good morning, and happy Monday, April 5th, 2021. I am your host, Lisa Buskey, you, you, and you are listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. And that's the reality, and keeping it real, I don't edit, so get ready. Oh, each week we have a different theme, and this week our theme is Rebirth and Spring. And in central New York, the sun is shining. It's above 40. It is a beautiful day. So um, to kick off our week and our podcast on rebirth and spring, we're going to start with a verse from 2 Corinthians. So 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. From the voice... Therefore, if anyone is united with the anointed one, that person is a new creation. The old life is gone, and see, a new life has begun. 2 Corinthians 5.17 from the Passion Translation. Now, if anyone is enfolded into Christ, he has become an entirely new person. All that is related to the old order has vanished. Behold, everything is fresh and new. In 2 Corinthians 5.17 from the NIV. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. So this week we are going to be talking about rebirth and spring. And this is such a powerful, wonderful, beautiful time. Of course, unless you have allergies and then you're like, bleh. Everything's opening up. Everything's coming into bloom. And all I do is sneeze and my nose is running. Yet, even with allergies, you can look around and see the beauty. You know, the brown is being replaced with green. The bare trees are starting to bud. And it's just so beautiful. Yet, the most important, the most precious and special... um. Thing to be reborn is you and there isn't a special time of the year so if you're listening to this in November this might be your day to be reborn to shine for those buds to bloom the flowers to bloom the buds to grow right and that's the beauty of our relationship with God there isn't only one season one time in the year that God is calling for us. He is always there, always ready. And when we invite him into our life, we are considered reborn. So I thought as we're looking at spring and I planned this theme months, you know, weeks ago, probably a month and a half ago. And I just came off of spring break and I was thinking, you know what? It's April 5th. The sun should be shining. It should be beautiful. The buds are going to be blossoming. Let's talk about rebirth. So this verse from 2 Corinthians 5, 17, and the passion says, if anyone is enfolded into Christ, or the voice says, if anybody is united with Christ, and the NIV says, if you are in Christ, that means do you have a relationship? I was born and raised Catholic, and... They didn't focus much on the relationship with Jesus, right? Um, 
you know, we prayed the rosary, we did the Lord's Prayer, and I belong to St. Mary's, and then it became St. Mary's Star of the Sea, and then I think it has a new name now, the church where I grew up attending. And, you know, Jesus still hung on the cross, and we talked about that last week, and how Jesus isn't on the cross, he's in heaven. And it was about our faith in God, and we, you know, did the rosary and prayed to Mary and the mother of Jesus But it wasn't about our personal relationship with Jesus, at least not for most of the Catholic priest and um, CCD teachers, as they were considered the religious ed teachers. But some, I had a couple priests that said, you know, there's more and I didn't get it. And, And I think sadly, they didn't have the freedom to really go into it, that there was more to believing in God than, you know, what we saw, that it was about our relationship with Jesus. And they got that, yet on some levels, I don't think they had the freedom to truly explore it. And if they did, it was like a charismatic Catholic service is what they called them. And even then, you know, we went because my aunt was battling cancer and she said, oh, let's just go try it. It was a healing service, a charismatic healing service. And I loved it. And she goes, that was weird. <laughs> but yet that's what I loved. And but I didn't have anyone like nurturing that. OK, if that's where you're comfortable, then maybe you need something different. Right. So really the charismatic Catholic, in my opinion, this is my opinion, um, really are the true believers. And it's not that Catholics aren't true believers. So I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that the ones that they call the charismatic Catholic are the ones that get that it's about the relationship. It's about the worship. It's about that daily communication with God, that daily prayer, that Jesus as your BFF, as your best friend, you know, they get it. And so they're considered charismatic. Um, And it's not that Catholics don't believe. My grandmother's faith was deep and strong and still a testimony to, to me today because she was so dedicated to reading her prayer book and she knew different verses of scripture and could quote them. So... Yeah, it's just, you can be reborn, but it's through your relationship with Jesus. It's through that everyday communication. And think of, you know, your closest and dearest friend. How and what makes them your closest and dearest friend? On some level, it's because you stay connected, right? You have something in common. There's this daily connection. And yes, I'm going to say that not all of your closest friends you will have a daily connection with. Because some of, I have some dear and close friends that I know I could call at any given moment and they would be there for me. And I don't necessarily see them every day. And I know they're there. Um... And then there's those that I talk to every day. So who's that person that you talk to every day, that you touch base with, that knows what's going on in your life? 
And that's who you want to model your relationship with Jesus around. Who is it that you go to that knows, you know, your struggles, your, you know, your ups, your downs. And that's who Jesus wants to be to you. He wants to be that person that you can reach out to anytime. And you know what? He's better than a human because guess what? He doesn't need to sleep. He doesn't go to work. He's always there for you, ready. And part of prayer is communicating, right? Talking with God. And when you're having a relationship with your friend, you're not the only one talking, right? There's those pauses, the pause to listen. And we need to do the same thing with God. We need to pause and listen, you know, not just talk at him. And, you know, he's not a genie. So it's not creating this laundry list of this is what I want. This is what I need. All right. Oh, holy master, God in a bottle. Make it come true. All right. God wants to be your friend. And... That's why 2 Corinthians 5.17, I mean, NIV just cuts to the chase, the New International Version. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. When you have that relationship with Jesus, it doesn't matter what you did yesterday. It doesn't matter what you did five minutes ago. When you confess your sins to God and you ask him to forgive you, you're forgiven. You don't have to keep asking. It's not every day that you have to ask for him to forgive you. Once you say, God, forgive me, he has forgiven you. It is done. And then you strive and you work to not do it again. And... It doesn't mean you're going to be successful and never do that again. You're never going to not sin. We're sinners. Sadly, as human beings, we are created to sin. And that's why that daily and personal relationship of being reborn is so important. Because every day our relationship is due, new. Every day our relationship is restored and renovated and strengthened as we trust and talk to God. And how cool is that? Right? That is so cool. So as you're watching the daffodils pop up and you're watching the buds on the trees and you're watching the cherry blossoms come into full bloom, I mean, I traveled to Ohio this past week for vacation. Only seven hours away, you know, I went west seven hours and I was in awe. I took so many pictures. They're already mowing the lawn. They've already got the checkerboard on the baseball field because they've mowed so many times. The flowers are out. The trees were in full bloom. The leaves were coming back. Everything was green and beautiful and spring is alive and well and gorgeous. Just seven hours from me. Yet here in central New York, everything is still brown. You know, today I'm, my husband has a doctor's appointment. I can't go in because of COVID, so I'm sitting in the car. Um, But he's going to call when he's in with a doctor. And 
everything is brown. You know, I'm looking out my window. The trees are brown. The ground is brown. There's mud. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I spent a week where just seven hours west, spring was in full bloom. But with my relationship with Jesus every day can be that blooming and blossoming and green rebirth and newness and growth. And that is so awesome. And that's a good reminder for those of us that have that relationship with Jesus that have been reborn, you know, that you have that new relationship with God. Every day can be that new, breathtaking sense of awe. When is the last time you paused to have awe of all that God's done? You know, as I sit in the car waiting for the phone call, um, the sun is just streaming into my window. And it's so warm and so beauty and beautiful. And the reflection off of the cars is just shining in every direction. And God created that. God created that sunshine. So in the midst of all the brown and mud and darkness around me, the sun is shining so bright and reflecting off of all of the different cars and windshields. And, you know, he's just saying, don't look at the darkness. Look at the light. I'm everywhere. Just open your eyes and look. 2 Corinthians 5.17 from the Passion Translation. Now, if anyone is enfolded into Christ, he has become an entirely new person. All that is related to the old order has vanished. Behold, everything is fresh and new. When you accept and have that relationship with Jesus, you accept you're a sinner. You believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins. You confess your sins. You accept God's forgiveness and you strive to live to the best of your ability as sin, sinless or sin-free life. It's not that you will be sinless, but you strive to make those good choices, right? Once God forgives you, it's forgiven, You don't have to ask for forgiveness again and again and again. He's forgiven you. Move forward. I remember um, one of my friends was fighting and battling cancer for a second round. And it was kicking her tushy this time. And I remember she was laying on the couch and I sat on the floor. And she had got one of those edible arrangements. And... As I sat there on the floor and she is laying on the couch and we were just eating the edible fruit. And she said, Lisa, I've just done so much. How do you know God will forgive me? And she never thought that it was enough. And she was probably the kindest person I know. With the most genuine heart that I know. Yet she didn't feel worthy of God's love and I still feel like on some levels I failed her and I looked at her and I said God loves you God once you say God I'm sorry 
forgive me. I said, you're forgiven. I said, you're the nicest person I know. I said, my laundry list is way bigger than yours and he loves me. So if he can love me, he loves you. And we laughed and we ate our fruit and we had a very lighthearted yet heavy conversation over edible fruit. And there's somebody listening today that doesn't feel like they're worthy. Someone that feels like they have done too much, but God won't forgive them. And I am telling you, God will forgive you. Accept his love. Admit that you're a sinner. Believe that he died. Jesus died on the cross for your sins. Confess your sins and allow God to cover you with his love and his forgiveness. And you will feel his presence. It doesn't mean things will get easier. It doesn't mean that you'll be healed. It doesn't mean that you'll open the door and it's going to be completely different. Or if God chooses, it may be a completely different outlook when you open that door. Because God knows that's what you need. And God is faithful and he will give you what you need. If he knows you need a miracle and he knows that you just need a physical witness of his love and healing and forgiveness, he'll show that to you. Yet when you do that, when you admit and you're a sinner and accept that God let his son Jesus die on the cross for you confess your sins and say all right God I'm yours you will have such a sense of peace flood over you you will be a new person and you will be able to see the spring and the sunshine and the beauty in a way that you couldn't before So I want to encourage you that there is nothing that you have done or thought or said that God can't forgive. He is right there waiting to love you and love on you. And he'll place that person or those people in your life that you need at the moment you need them to give you the strength to keep on going. So I want to encourage you today and this week that we're going to just focus on rebirth and spring, that you deserve God's love and he wants to love you. Jesus is right there and wants to be your best friend, but he won't force himself into your life. You need to invite him. So I pray you have a beautiful week, this first full week of April. And when we come together again on Wednesday, we're going to continue our journey on rebirth and spring. But for today, I encourage you to know without a doubt that God loves you. And when you invite him into your life and you're united with him, you are a new creation and that old life is gone. And a new life begins. And you, you will probably have to fight. You will have to make conscious decisions not to look back or turn back. Yet when you're focused on Jesus, 
you'll have a sense of peace and an ease in the process that can't be explained in human terms because it's all empowered, empowered by God. Have a wonderful week, everybody. I am Lisa. I am your hostess here at One Sister's Journey, keeping it real. And I will catch you on Wednesday. And we're going to continue our journey on rebirth and spring.